0: going on guys welcome to a very special episode today on International Women's Day uh kind of planned this uh we're doing our wine women and sports uh episode today with some special guests uh three actually uh we're going to introduce our first one you know him from our fight on episodes uh Danny Danny Miami is in the house
1: Yeah yeah same same one what's up man
0: <laughs> We also have a repeat customer here in uh, Susan. Susan's here again uh, to drop some knowledge on wine, women, in sports. How are we doing, Susan?
2: Um, fabulous. How are you?
0: Doing well. Doing well. And our super special guest today, uh, awesome to have her on, uh, Monica, Monica Scott. I said that wrong. See, I'm getting nervous already. Monica Scott <laughs> is here uh, with us. She's, so <laughs> <laughs> she's the uh, chief progress officer, newly uh anointed Chief Progress Officer for the South Bend Lions Soccer Club. So we're happy to have you, Monica. How are you doing today?
3: I'm great, and I'm honored to be here today.
0: Thank awesome, you. awesome. So, you know, a little a couple things that I, I want to ask you, Monica, not to put you in the, in the limelight. <laughs> oh, start Lime with start. <laughs> <laughs> Um So, I mean, you, you came on, you started originally soccer-wise. You were with the Junior Irish Soccer, Correct.
3: I was, um, so a little background with that, My um, I have three kids, um, and uh, my oldest, who is now a senior in college, um, I don't know how time flies that fast, but she's now a senior in college, but when she started, um, back when she was four or five with MSA soccer, you know, okay. just wreck things or whatever, um, she got asked to try out for junior Irish. You know, one of the friends said, hey... We're going to do this. Do you want to try out? I had never been involved with sports before, um, myself personally. Um, no idea. So, sure. I'm like, I, first of all, I don't think she's good enough to be, to be on a <laughs> travel soccer team. Oh, um, but, sure, let's do that. And so we joined, and I had no idea what we were doing. So um, by my personality is I, I, I like to learn about that sort of stuff um, and learn about what we're doing and so you know I just started asking questions and um, somehow got to be manager of her team and from that got asked to be on the board then was on the board and then became president so it just you know
0: sort of spiraled
3: sort of spiraled (laughs) and if had you asked me this you know 15 years ago I would have said you were crazy but life's kind of
0: funny that way and that's, here i am that's awesome that's awesome yeah i mean you know i mean four years as vp three as, as president of the of the association i mean I, the only experience i have with it is my last job before i started at lippert over on uh i can't think of the name of the road there good lord no 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 it's over it's it's by 80 i used to get off to go where the golf course is where blackthorn is oh yeah. And and it, those, are that, those are your yeah th- those are, are your fields, fields. yeah mm-hmm. yeah and that's where that's where i used to see you guys practice i mean i i played soccer in high school uh i played indoor here for a little bit over at soccer at zone soccer for football. a little mm-hmm. bit but i mean you guys have great fields over there and it's a huge it's, oh, it's a huge interest here and it's a growing sport i mean me personally i'm a huge soccer fan been to three world cups three european championships i follow italy so
3: oh i'm sorry Get
0: of recent yes we've been terrible but um soccer is a big thing for me it was a big thing for me growing up I associated it with my upbringing with my grandfather being from Italy and having soccer roots as far as following teams so it's a big deal for me um also from you know just Watching soccer and liking it. I mean being in New York in 94 when the World Cup was there That was awesome To, I mean it was in the United States But they played most of the games in New York and of course I go to the Italy game where they lose to Ireland, but I Mean it was a big deal. So it's it's a lot of fun to to You know see it grow so now after that now we have our own team here in South Bend Which is gonna be awesome
3: very exciting the
0: South Bend Lions and as I said in our introduction, uh, you, you are now the chief progress officer. Correct. So tell me a little bit about that because I'm not sure what that means.
1: Right. Neither do I. Um. <laughs> I was going to ask this. You beat me to my question. That was my question. What is that?
3: Well, that's a, it's actually it's a, it's a great question, and um, I think it will be something that's evolving. But um, basically... My role is as we, I mean, we started this whole process of bringing the lions to South Bend, um, you know, a year ago, um, with, uh, Richie June and Chris Rivett, um, from the UK, um, when they were looking to, um, establish a team, um, here in the States, they looked, um, in North Carolina, Alabama and South Bend and they chose South Bend, um over those other two cities so we are thrilled to have them here um and so i was just involved with you know seeing what the community support would be to have a usl team here um and there does seem to be um huge excitement you know um, yeah, grassroots absolutely. you know to have them here um so my part again. I'm I'm not a soccer player, although I've been around the sport now for you know 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm my background um, actually is in health administration. Cool. So um, I was a consultant for 15 years, and part of that consulting is just working with different people and different companies and trying to improve things. You know, like that's the consultant's job. So um, I can easily translate that into soccer club and say how can i help you grow how can Mm -hmm. i help you be a better organization Um, and that's kind of what um, my role is is the off the field working with sponsorships working with um, different community organizations corporations or whatever to help
0: the lions grow that's awesome and i mean that kind of leads me into my next question and i mean maybe it's putting you on the spot a little bit but i mean uh and this is something i'm going to ask chris too uh, you know, whoever else comes in from the Lions, especially the Six DC, shout out to them. Um, you know, what are as, as a new club in in a new city, you know, trying to get a good reception, trying to build a fan base. Like, what are your goals as far as uh, evolving in the community?
3: Well, I mean, that's that's an excellent question, and it's one of the reasons I am so excited to be with them. Um, is that they are, um, Tiago Pinto, who is um, the technical director, um, I've known him for a long time, and he has always believed that um, while soccer is, of course, a game, um, and there's, you know, the game on the field, there is more to soccer um, than just the game on the field. It's, there's so much off Definitely. the field that happens that can happen, it should happen, Um, and he uses that to better kids' lives. And um, by bringing the Lions here, um, we want, for example, um, one of my jobs is for every home game for this season and for every season to come, um, we are going to um, have a purpose for the game. So for example, our inaugural game, um, our purpose will be Hispanic Day. Awesome. And we're going to partner with um, La Casa uh D'Amstead and awesome. showcase them, um, you know, and what they're doing and bring attention to them. Um, and we're going to have that purpose for every game and with every, you know, with a community partner, you know, for every game and highlight that and bring attention to them. Um, and that's and that's partly how we hope to partner with you know, the community and make the community stronger.
0: That's awesome. I mean, and and I agree. I mean, with Tiago and your sentiment as well, like it is more than just a game. Like I've traveled all over the world. I was fortunate enough to work with Delta Airlines for close to nine years. And I got to travel for free and I got to see all these tournaments and go to different games in different countries. And it brings so many people together in different communities. It can be a battered community in the Czech Republic, where I've been with a small stadium where you go to a bar and it just brings people together. Uh, it can also have the opposite effect in some places. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. no way. No. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've seen it. It's scary. But that's few and far between in my eyes and the times I've been abroad to where it really brings communities together. And that's what I think a lot of Americans, when they hear, you know, soccer and they're like, oh, you know, we watch baseball here and all this stuff. And it's like, I just don't think they understand how, and when people say this, it seems kind of, you know, cliche, but it's oh, the beautiful game. But it really is. And, and the fact that more than what it is on the field, right. that it, because I, I take it back to where when I was younger and I still remember these mornings waking up on Saturdays and Sundays and my great grandma living downstairs at my grandparents' house watching Syria in in the Italian league in Juventus and Inter and just watching her watch it and being so passionate as a 70 year old woman or however old she was back then sorry (laughs) (laughs) Uh, she's my great grandma but uh it was crazy to see I mean they came over from Italy when obviously I wasn't around they were they were younger and soccer was big even before then right so I think that's what a lot of and and I use this as a, you know a lot of Americans don't realize when they hear a soccer they think uh, you know and not football what its real name is called but they don't think of it that way they right. think of it as a game that you know there's no contact there's no and there really is I mean oh, if you it's watch a
2: very physical sport if you now. watch an
0: actual <laughs> yeah. soccer yeah. match yeah. Yeah. that matters Just a little bit uh, the, the, I I I mean I've been to I was at the game in South Africa where Landon Donovan scored that goal to beat Algeria, and it was one of the greatest feelings ever. Oh, I'm sure. To watch not only your country succeed, but watching these guys that have been putting their work into it and everything, and it's just a lot of fun, and the same goes for the women's game. Right. So we can transition into that. We talked about this on the last one, but now I have someone that's into soccer, and here that's part of soccer and part of the South Bend community now with the Lions, like women's soccer now, and I'm not sure, and I want to, I want, maybe you can shed light on this. I know Ann Arbor, AFC Ann Arbor, mm-hmm. who's in our division, right. South Bend. They have a women's side right. as well. Right. Is there a prospect of that happening here?
3: I hope so. I don't, I don't mean to <laughs> blow no, up any spots. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, um, I mean, Tiago knows well, because I always give him the eye when whenever he brings that up. But um, <laughs> so we do, I mean, the South Bend Lions has a U18 team.
0: Yeah, they're over um, in England now, right? right. Um, they just got back.
3: Um, they were, they're going for spring break. So okay. That, yeah, well Tiago was in England. Um, I'm doing some um, work there, but the, the group will go um, in April um, for spring break. But um, so we hope to um, start that with a woman's side as well. Um, Not just UA team, but like, you know, know, team for... Because we used to have um, a team for college girls to play in the summer. And that, we don't have that anymore here. That was here? That was here, yeah. It was... um, through Indiana, FC Indiana, okay. um, I think it was the name of the team, um, but they're no longer in existence, and so there is no place here for college girls to play in the summer. And a lot of the college coaches want these girls to play Mm -hmm. um and so either they have to travel to indy or someplace else you know to play so we hope to to have that i think that um, would be awesome i mean
0: not to put any pressure i was just curious
3: you know that that's that's more of a question for tiago (laughs) (laughs) okay but if i have anything to say about it yes we will get there (laughs) i had a question
2: kind of along those lines yeah What made them pick our community? I was going
1: to ask that. Thank you. Um, For
3: for Richie and Chris? Yeah. So what they did was um, they, when they came around, um, they went to each community and met with people in the community. I mean, lunch meetings, dinner meetings, just meeting and seeing what the level of community interest there was. Um, And Richie, I mean, I don't want to quote him. I mean, he can speak for himself. But from what he told me was that it was the feeling that he got from the people here um, that he felt at home. He felt um, that we were hungry for this, that the community wow, needed it, and he Absolutely. could make. He, they could make a huge impact on the community, and that's what they wanted to do.
2: Well, I feel like our community is pretty engrossed in sports with Notre Dame being right Mm -hmm. here, obviously, and being a fan of their soccer team, their hockey team, going and seeing the football team, obviously, all that, but we don't have much outside of that here for summers, and that's why I was wondering... You know yeah. why they would pick us over Carolinas or anywhere else, I, right? right. Be a I was little say, more better day, weather, right? Better,
1: better weather, weather, places.
3: whatever yeah. the case is. Yeah, I mean Richie might have regretted that when he came, <laughs> you know, <about> a couple <laughs> of times in the winter. But um, um, yeah, so like the the team that they would have started in South um, North South Carolina, if they were, um, would so we're USL two, which is semi-pro. So that's only a three-month season, um, but USL one um that would have been a team that they could have started um, which is a you know 10 month season 9 month 10 month season right. which is a uh, full pro um you know and they have always said that they will make the team whatever this community will support so if this community can support a full 10 month season pro team go for it that that's hopefully what we can nice. become but it's what the community will support and, we can and hope. it and it Really awesome. relies on the community um, supporting that. So um, we'll start with USL Two and hopefully have an amazing season and yeah. see where that takes us.
0: Because right, I mean, I, yes, I follow soccer and I follow everything, but I, I see a trend where these lower leagues in England, in Italy, Spain, and everywhere, they're they're growing to get almost as much exposure as the top flight leagues. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's a lot of fun to watch. And I think you you take these lower leagues like USL two, you know USL one, these guys are playing to get into the MLS. I mean, from what I understand, and the number that I've read is seventy percent that are get that get drafted out of USL one and two to go play in the championship as well. Right, that go to play. In the MLS. Right. I mean, there's a couple guys that played in USL two and one, Brad Guzan and I forget another, like, there's a guy in Atlanta as well. There's a couple guys, and it's just, that's just awesome to have that apart. And I don't want to speak for everyone in South Bend, but I'm pretty sure the people in this room are pretty excited about oh, yeah. having that oh, for sure. in the community. I mean, yeah. if you see the reception, and, and granted, the South Bend Cubs, it's the Cubs name, Chicago's an hour away. People don't want to pay the prices to drive all the way to Chicago. They'll watch the South Bend Cubs. But I think with the growing number of teams in Indiana alone, you have the Indy 11, you have Fort Wayne, places like that. There's a team in Kokomo, I believe, as well. Up in Michigan, soccer is huge. So, I mean, you're going to get it from all over. And I think, especially with the Hispanic community here in South Bend on the west side. For sure. Even they... Elkhart
3: Ocean. I mean, we have such a diverse... Huge community. I mean, reaching up into, you know, you know, Southwest Michigan as well. Mm -hmm. Um, We have a void here. We truly do have a void, and um, absolutely. And I think that's what Chris and Richie saw, and I think that's what attracted them. And then again, you know, the special qualities of the people here. I mean, it's an amazing place to live. If you can stand the weather, um, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, the it people really are amazing. Although it's fifty here. degrees and out today, it is. It's gorgeous, so. it's really and we're nice throwing a party. To... We're throwing a party. We
0: do
2: have a really great community.
3: Here. We do, and and you know, it was. It's it's great to be recognized by somebody outside because, like, I can know that, and you know, brag about our community. But to have somebody, you know, from the outside, come in and, and see that as well, and and invest in our community is truly something special. I mean, I
0: moved here five years ago in May, and it's grown astronomically to when I moved here in 2015. So, being a city boy from New York and watching a community like South Bend grow, I mean, it's pretty cool. And to do something like this, you know, having this podcast and being able to. Get Monica to come to a stranger's basement <laughs> to, to and talk. drink wine in the basement. Yeah, yeah. Well, and drink it was, wine. It was the wine. It was the wine. I mean. Now we know, now you know, Donnie. You get the wine,
1: the wine wins it.
3: Wine
0: so, wins it. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it here's, and, and I'm going to, uh, we talked about this prior, but I'm going to say it on air. So, I was at my desk at work and I'm like, all right, we're going to do another Wine Women in Sports episode. Who better to get on than. Monica, who just got appointed, the chief progress officer of the South Bend Lions. Huge, huge deal. Big in the community. I got to get her on. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, I don't have her number. I don't know her email address. The hell with it. I'm just going to message her on Instagram. Okay. So I did that. And it. she's sitting here now, which is awesome. But the anxiety I had to do that because <laughs> talking to her and saying, hey, come on our podcast. Here's my address. It's in the basement of my house. I'll give you wine.
1: Th- through the DMs, bro. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> so so it's, it's, it's funny, and, and honestly, it's awesome to sit here and be able to talk. And Susan as well. I mean, it's great to have these ladies on, and especially with it being International Women's Day. I mean, so trending off of that, And so we got all the Lions stuff. I mean, I'm sure there'll be more. But I want to dig a little deeper as far as your feeling as women women and a woman in the sports community now. And, you know, I know, Susan, we spoke to you about it and you have strong feelings about it. But, you know, Monica is being a woman in this bigger thing with the Lions and obviously surrounded by men in it. I mean, how does uh, how do you view that, and and just the climate as in general in sports as, as itself? I mean, I know you said you you, know, you had a daughter that plays, uh, you've been involved, you know, with junior Irish, so you're involved. But you know, as a woman, how does that how does that change for you? How do you view it on your side?
3: Um, well. For me, it's all about, it's not about being a woman necessarily, um, because I don't view people in any position, coach, administrator, whatever, I don't look at them as a woman or a man. It's just, you know, are you promoting the sport? Are you promoting um, a good experience for the kids? And it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman to me. um, So... I know that that's changed. Um, I think I'm allowed to view it that way. And I know that it didn't used to be that way. I mean, if you were a woman, you were like, you know, whatever. Um, growing up as a kid in the 70s. Yeah. Careful. <laughs> right there careful. with you, Monica. Right okay? <laughs> um, let's just put that out there. Um, I didn't play sports in high school. Um Partly my, my parents immigrated from Germany. So I'm a first generation American. Um and I would spend, you know, a lot of time in Germany in the summers because all my grandparents, aunts and uncles, except for one, you know, like lived and they still do live in Germany. Beautiful country. Beautiful. Um and so even though I didn't play sports, sports watching soccer was just Part of the culture—that's just part of the culture—and it's part of the community. Whether or not you played or not, you know, because in Germany you don't have uh, sports in high school; it's not part of the high school experience. So, coming to you know America, my parents were not used to having sports as part of your high school experience. So that wasn't something that they were familiar with, and they certainly weren't. I mean, when I was in the '70s, you know, softball was really big for girls and stuff like that, and. They had no idea what softball was. Um, You know, like, (laughs) they're like, Mom, why why, are they, you know, throwing balls? They should be kicking them. Um, um, But, like, my dad, we would go to the Sting games. You know, like, when... Back when the Sting was playing in Chicago, Um, um,
0: I don't even know what that is.
3: Chicago Sting. That was the old pro league, the old before MLS. Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Like
0: New York Cosmos type stuff. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, yeah.
3: Um, We went and saw Germany play America at Soldier Field in in '93. You know, like so, like we would, even though we didn't, I didn't participate in sports. um, We watched it. You know, like that sort Mm -hmm. of thing. but, um, so, my, my, so now I have three kids. My oldest um, played and she played for two years in college. My son currently plays in college at Wabash, nice. and then I have a sophomore in high school, and she plays for Indy Fire Juniors. Nice. Um, so I watch a lot. <laughs>
0: it's gonna get it's gonna get more starting in May now
3: oh i know oh trust me um which is all good it's all good it's all good soccer mom yeah Yeah, no seriously i'm telling you i mean my friends from high school are probably like what the world um but interestingly enough um because my kids are really into sports my husband was a baseball player um his dad coached um high school baseball for 20 years, my husband played baseball, um, you know, very athletic. Um, and so and even though I didn't play sports, we were always very active. We hiked, you know, we did things, um, so it wasn't like I was against sports or anything, it's just not part of the high school experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but I took up tennis when I was thirty-nine.
0: Nice. And
3: um partially because I was tired of my kids telling me I didn't know what I was talking about. <laughs> which is, you know, fair because I didn't play, you know, I never played a sport before. Mm. So um, now I play tennis and I love it. And I um, found out I'm very competitive and, um, you know, it's all all good. But I've also learned a lot just from that experience. And, um, you know, everything relates to each other and I can relate, you know, some things I can I can understand how my kids now talk about team you know I never did a team sport so that's very different than an individual sport right um, and so but anyway, getting back to the whole women thing um, I just think the whole women in sports is we're now to a point where I don't think you should look at it as oh, you're a woman or a man. Mm-hmm. I, I just think, it, it, we're beyond we should be beyond i, I agree i now. agree with you
1: on that actually um yeah go ahead no go ahead but i no, do, I do yeah. think that the emphasis on it kind of demeans what you're trying to accomplish which is trying to just not even go there like just like what's the point kind right
3: of but i i do understand that we still are fighting um a lot of um stereotypical things um out there um i think there's you know depending on a person's background their culture um there, there, there are stereotypes still out there that we are still trying to overcome. Personally, I don't see that myself. Like, I don't view, you know, you as, right. you know, like whatever. But I understand other people still do have that. Um, and I just, you know, you just got to fight through that and just keep plugging along.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I have a question, if I may. I, I, I think your story is really fascinating. Um, so I, obviously, I have an article pulled up about you, by the way. hope oh. that's okay. <laughs> Um, no, it says here that, and I think this is really cool cause I don't know what it is. And if you don't mind me asking, no, uh, sure. it says, uh, you've professionally consulted, right? So uh, many organizations in the area of health information management. Yes. What is that? Like what? Cause I've never, I've never heard that. Health of,
3: information management. So, um, so my degree is in health and in, health right. information administration, and that is all the documentation, um, that is required in hospitals, doctors' offices, all that documentation, all the billing, the paperwork that goes along with it—that's um, what I would manage. So, I worked in at St. Joe um, Med Center as a director of health information. Wow! Um, and so I would work on the documentation that's all required to get paid by the insurance companies, um, which you know is. Very technical and I figured it would very be. Um, crossing your T's, dotting your I's, oh, yeah. so you get paid by the insurance company. And it, a lot of it is very detail-oriented and working um, with the doctors to get them to do what they're supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: did this blend into the athletics? I would imagine it did for you at some point in this, or no? Yes or no?
3: Um, just um, the... I think working with all the different, between trying to communicate between the insurance companies and the hospitals and the doctor's offices um, and the physicians themselves, the providers, and just being that go-between and always constantly trying to make sure the communication is there um, and that information is flowing and everybody is on the same page, helps with working with coaches and the administrators and saying, okay, what do you need and what do you need and can we get the parents what do you need and saying there's different sides and i try to always understand there's different people have different needs based on what where they are at and trying to get everybody on the same page um and i think my background with that helps um you know because i'll ask tiago what do you need for your players Chris, what do you need on the administrative mm. side? You know, and just working with everybody, to just try to get everybody what they need. Wow. Um, so
1: that's awesome. That's kind of what I was looking for. Like, yes. how does how does this intermingle with and and, yeah. and, and so do you find
3: I, it? Helpful? I'm trying to 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 use those skills um, and to make a better organization for the Lions so we that's can awesome. grow.
0: That's awesome. That I really mean, is cool. It man. is. It is. That's and right. and I mean to touch on what you said earlier, as far as how you know women are viewed, and you know it shouldn't be a distinction. And we spoke on this mm-hmm. last week. Like, so I have a 13-year-old daughter who loves what she does dance-wise. She plays softball. She wants to play hockey. She's just <laughs> awesome. not... Yeah. She she, awesome. I don't oh, think... It, <laughs> awesome, I love it. I don't think it's going to happen because she doesn't live with me. <laughs> so <laughs> so it, it has to go through various filters before <laughs> it gets down to me. So, But, I mean, it's, it, she, to see what she can do as a 13 year old girl I more view it as a 13 year old human <laughs> You're right mm-hmm. For sure. because because she's I mean to watch how she's grown from this little person that I remember her as little quiet Ariana, you know what I mean to this boisterous young woman, it's crazy and how good she is at what she does right And I am not a dancer. And the fact that she got <laughs> the way she is, and that, and athletic as she is, is just phenomenal. And like, I don't see, and Susan, you know my daughter, I don't see anyone telling her that she can't because she's a woman at what she's no, currently not doing. Not at all. There's no way.
2: <laughs> well, okay, let's give her a little kudos though. Ariana's got a little bit of that Italian blood in her, so <laughs> she's got a little bit of me in her. You know what I mean? She's pretty uh, steadfast in what well, she wants and, that's and how great that she you wants
3: to do that. Um, yeah. Not every culture, um, you know, we're talking about International Women's Day. Yeah. Not every culture allows that to happen. Absolutely. Um, and so, or you know, every family or whatever. Yeah. Um, so the fact that you do that for your daughter, yeah. is great. Um, and for those families that don't have that uh, mentorship or that encouragement. Um, that is what the Lions, I mean, just kind of full circle, that's what the Lions is trying to do is to show, give a mentorship, give role models to hmm. the boys and hopefully someday the women mm-hmm. um, from that standpoint um, to say, you can do really whatever it is that you mm-hmm. want to do. Um, so, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, and, and then going full circle, you know, with soccer and, and women. And again, we touched on this last episode, but since I have a soccer mind here. I mean, <laughs> the, the U S women's national team is by far, in my opinion, and I, I love soccer leaps and bounds better than the men's team. In my opinion, oh, sure. as far as what they've accomplished. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, I'm, I'm saying like, okay, like not obviously not match for, for pound for pound for what they've accomplished. hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, and, and amazing. I'm
0: going to, I'm going to be honest with you. And this is something that I feel, is true because of the prima donnas they have on that men's team i honestly think that if it was i think it would be a close game i'm gonna get everyone's opinion on that but no no okay
1: so uh, it's kind of like we'll go to
0: the devil's advocate first i'm i'm i'm,
1: I'm so i'm not yeah so uh I just think that I measure everything pound for pound, right? Like who you are for what you are and what you're competing in. There's no way I'm ever going to put so, – like give me the best women anything in the world. Like imagine giving me the best women's player against a men's player in tennis, right? The power is different. It's just not a comparable. So therefore you say, okay, we're not going to compare. We're going to go pound for Serena. pound. Yeah, yeah, Serena can do it. But imagine Serena, <laughs> imagine Serena against um, Serena. Let's say at her best when she was number one against the number one best male. We're not gonna do that. It's on. Unf- I feel like it's not even a conversation that should be had. I feel she'll do. She'll do fine. She's professional. She's great. My opinion is that she'll get overpowered. No, you can disagree with me. I, I'm okay with that. I'm just saying. No, please do. I'm just saying that. Um, There's a lot of disagreement. What I look. <laughs> I, I I just feel like. I, dare I say and here's, here's why I don't go to that conversation. I just feel like like w- women's but the best fighter on the planet the best t- Tennis player on the planet. I mean, I just think that there's there's physical limitations that are there that are which Just why I don't entertain it. I go pound for pound like you are a certain build Can you beat a woman of the same build or a person of the same build or whatever and within that we go pound for pound? I don't think that Going, uh, doing that, like cross that cross uh, thing can happen. I, I really think the men's team would destroy the women's team, but that's uh, the, what, what that's not saying anything.
0: That'd be their first win in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, but that's
1: not saying anything. I, I, now, if you ask me, hey, who are the baddest, baddest? Uh, like, what's the baddest team for their category? I think it's the women's USA team. I would say they are the most impressive, and, and certainly, certainly, super. Imp- I watched every single game of their World Cup uh, group stage, you name it. I think they're incredible. I will watch them, but to say that they'll beat the men's i mean hey do you want to do the exhibition i'm down to see it i would pay to watch Actually, it i, think I would they should pay do it to a, watch it um i
0: think they should do it as a charity event But well, that's just me I, I think
1: so too um but but i mean like i think I, I measure things on a pound for pound so just because a women's team can't beat the best women's men's team that doesn't say anything to me it's 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 it's, it's kind of like you don't compare a high school team to a middle school team for that same reason i think there, there's certain i feel like there's certain limitations the middle school kids will have that, that are just biological. I just think that they're there and, and we can't avoid them. However, I will say that on the merits of the middle school team, you can look at what they do among middle school, for example, and you'll be like, holy crap, these kids are incredible, right? I think we could still have those two conversations simultaneously. So I don't bash anybody. I'm just saying I don't think the matchup. I don't know, man. I, I There was a point in time in which Ronda Rousey was said to beat Mayweather at one point, And I had to be like, okay. Let, let's be real here like
2: well
3: that might be an exception you'll have your exceptions. but I, I,
1: I'm, like saying, I'm saying i'm uh, saying now will it be competitive i don't know guys I, I, <laughs> i'd like to see it i would certainly pay to see it i just don't know how much i'd go on a leap to say that it'd be the case that the women could actually do it uh, it's it's hard if, if they're real, like flip it if the men had a less build than women i'd be having the same conversation i'd be like yo the women would kick her ass man i'd be like they did they just do it that's I, will, just my I will
0: disagree with you on one thing. I've seen Serena Williams play tennis, and I'll tell you right now, I've seen it in person, dude. Uh,
1: okay, uh, what's the she, average? What's the average serve speed of Serena Williams? Let's, let's say her highest twenty. And a men? a man's
0: probably the same. Yeah,
1: the same. Yeah, the dude. same.
0: Yeah, the men are not built. Uh, Serena Williams is a tank. Have you watched her play? I
1: have actually. I'm a big tennis. I love tennis. Like I still in person,
0: think- I think she'd k- she'd kick my ass.
1: Sure, sure. A, a professional, anything will beat any of us in this room. right? I'm talking about physically. Sure, sure. And and the bet <laughs> and and you take a one twenty five pound chick who knows how to fight, and she'll probably beat me up too. That's because she's a pro. A pro. At the end of the day, they're pros. They're gonna beat me too. I'm saying at the pro level. Okay. Man, I don't know. It'd be tough. I mean, take the best Djokovic, uh, right? Put him against uh, Serena. See what happens. I don't know. T- tell me, tell me, tell me, it'd be competitive. I'd pay when, to when see it. the best, it. I'd, pay I'd pay to. See, I'd pay to I would pay to see sure. it too because it's a. It has to happen. But I mean, f- let's be real. The best men on the planet struggle. You think Serena? I mean, I mean here could. So, I don't
0: know, so here's an example I used in in, in our last episode with your stepdaughter.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm a grown man, even in high school when I was in much better physical shape, don't think I can lift what she lifted. Sure.
2: Right, so. That's,
0: I mean, then you you have to, I don't know. I think there's limitations in everything, but if you work harder as a woman than a man, I mean, it's all work ethic, in my opinion. I've seen girls do things, women do things that, even in my prime, when I was 170 pounds in high school playing three sports, there's no way I could have done it. Absolutely not. I can't run a court like Serena Williams even back then, I'd be dead. Right. Right. <laughs> There'd be no way. So, and 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 that's and that's the argument and and it it kills me and the reason why I argue this is because I have a 13-year-old daughter. Right. Maybe I wouldn't if I didn't because I wouldn't have to be in those shoes and I wouldn't have someone in my family that could possibly face that adversity. But I mean, I me personally, I think now, like you know, with International Women's Day, with everything happening, I'll even say, you know, with the Me Too movement and all that. Jesus, sorry, <laughs> like a bull in a china shop, Danny. He punched the computer in the last episode, and now you're kicking the table. <laughs> that was the reason for that in the last
1: episode. I was getting really carried away with the fight. Yeah, just... he's
0: doing throwing a one-two combo with the computer. <laughs> but yeah, I I mean, I don't know. I, I mean. We obviously got Danny's take. Susan, (laughs) what do you think? So,
2: I think I kind of expressed a little bit of that on the last episode myself. I tend to agree with Danny. And being a woman, I feel like it's one sport. Okay, we have players, right? But as a group, as a team, women are just built different than men. Those sports should be separate. To me, I mean, you just watch anything. I couldn't imagine okay, an average build size woman walking onto a professional football team that's all men, you know, at least a foot taller than her and all that. What You know what I'm saying? I'm just not into that. Now, women getting their accolades for being the best team ever, um, being able to do that 100%. Like I said before, I'm not a big Me Too fan either. I just don't dive too deep into those things. Uh, and I think women can do anything men can do. Um, you know, I'm one of the girls. I would support all of that 100% what your daughter's doing. I don't have a daughter or son, but I would support any of my children as I call them, you know, all my work kids mm. with everybody in that to be the absolute best at what they're doing. Now, competition-wise, it's just different. Like Danny said, different. we're built differently. Physiology is different. The way women um you know, we can weightlift and be big like that, too. Everything about the two of them is different. So I feel like it would never be a fair playing field.
0: See, you know I, what I mean? I, it would be cool I, I, to see a team I agree. like the
2: soccer team's play chart That would be awesome to see something like that. And, you know, I'd be rooting. I'd be like, come on, girls, you know, because I'd want them I, to that's... kick their ass.
1: And but, I would laugh if the men lost. Yes, I would laugh absolutely. at them, and be like, dude, holy crap, this is unexpected. I Even to me, that, I, I stand corrected. Um, it's dumb. It's is, a dumb conversation.
2: Yeah, I don't think that's sexist or anything like that to say that. We're just different. That's I agree. That's just how it is.
0: See, and then in and then, and, and my end of it, I look at it because I follow soccer as from a tactical standpoint. And I honestly think it, watching the men, watching them live, Seeing them in World Cup, seeing them play in New York when they played a giant stadium or wherever they were, I just if tactically, I look at how the women play the game. Oh yeah, no, that's different. And how the men play the game. Yes, maybe physical limitations. That's. I agree. But I think okay. the tactical side and the passion side can sometimes outweigh that. Absolutely. Yeah, of course. The, and the mindset. The men, I think, have this. They this painted swagger where that's why they haven't, they haven't won anything. But when they talk, when they, when they talk, they
2: have not won a thing when they, when they
0: talk about, and I keep using this and I'll, I'll get to a a hockey point too, but you get to what the women have accomplished and the teams they've beaten and the things that they've done. And then you have the men who lose to Trinidad and Tobago a, in a game that they should have won seven, nothing and things like that. It's like, what are you doing? Right. And it's, it, to me, it sounds like a bunch of spoiled kids, spoiled rich kids that think they should be there, but they don't work to get there. Whereas the women, and maybe it's because they have something to prove too, but, because of, like because of the of climate and because of right. that. And then I take hockey cause hockey is my number one passion. So I'll watch hockey, women, Men, I don't differentiate. Hockey's hockey. There's a puck, there's sticks, there's a goalie, there's f- five lines and ice. It doesn't matter who's playing it. you got to be good to be there.
3: But would you put a women's hockey team against a men's hockey team?
1: Yeah, good question. That's a good one. That's a good question. Would you? And why not? And, and if you would, why not? If I mean, if you would, why? And if you wouldn't, why not? Because I feel like there are certain – you're not going to – why would a girl hitting a, a girl hitting you be different than a guy hitting you? And and there is your answer, right? I feel like there are certain things, which is why I don't even care to bring this up. And I'm with you on that. Like pound, I measure things pound for pound. Like like I watch women's league for what it is. I'm gonna bring my realm into this. Uh, there's even the men's weight classes, right? In the fighting game, you got one twenty five, one thirty five, then you got the two hundred and sixty pounders. The best fighter in the world, like weighs one fifty five, fights the okay fighter at at two hundred and sixty. Guess what's gonna happen? The guy that knows enough to fight decently against the guy who's the best in the world, and if there's a 50-pound difference, if this if the heavy guy knows enough, it doesn't matter the skill set of the, the guy who's lighter. He's going to have so many more barriers to cross before he can do anything to the other guy that I feel like, okay, just stay in your weight class and talk about who's the, who's the best where they are and leave it there, which is why we have weight class differentiation, which is why we have women's leagues and men's leagues, and we just leave it at that. And I don't even have the conversation of this. But now, to say that this heavyweight... Could, that this little guy at 125 can easily beat anyone no matter what the weight would be a little bit unfair, right? That's why when you see guys at 125 pounds fighting, you laugh, but I tell you, hey, their technique is the best. It's the best. But you still laugh at them. You go, ah, you're the little dude. Exactly. And that's why we don't even have that conversation with go, Hey, for what you are, you're the greatest to ever do it. You get it. Your, your physical limitations are there. and I don't even have that conversation. Like nobody talks about the heavyweight fighting the small weight. Nobody talks about that because it's irrelevant. And that's my approach to it. Like, hey, the USA women's team is the greatest. I think one of the best international teams to ever do any sport period the way they control The ball the way they move their tenacity man what they did to who was it correct me if I'm wrong here uh, Japan was it that they beat them like in that wipeout in that World Cup. I think it was Japan women's World Cup sure it in Was it China? No, I think it was Japan Japan beat the women's team at one point. It was a World Cup that went into overtime. It was a women's final. Japan won in a a penalty shootout. And then USA came back for revenge and beat them like 7-0 or something like that. To do that at an international level is incredible. At that point, we're not talking about the sexes. We're talking about the accomplishment at an international competition where you have the best of the best going at it. I leave the men and women topic out of it. Honestly, yeah. me, I don't give a crap. I, 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 watched it for the spectacle that it was. Um, now, do, would I then, there, then would I off of that say, hey, they can beat the men's team? Well, I don't know. The men's, the men's, men's soccer is very competitive. Like, imagine playing against teams like France and Italy and Germany. Germany's, oh my God, what Germany did to Brazil. <laughs> What Germany did True. to Brazil was, hey, let me tell you something. I had two of these bottles of wine that night because I am an anti-Brazil kind of guy in soccer. I love the European teams. Uh, so when Germany did that to Brazil, to hear the coach say to the German team, Hey, uh, can we stop the goals now? They literally had to tell them, Have mercy on these Brazilians, it's their home turf. Oh, oh. music to my ears. All right. Um, but I don't yeah, di- I think I should have teared that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know and and and, and tear po- of joy I'm and sure. yeah, yeah so and p- for sure. pound for pound and of course and then they beat uh, argentina who had Messi in the final and all this talk about Messi, this and that and whatever long story short pound for pound right germany was the greatest among that um the americans the usa team for the men's uh, are going to have a very tough time against a team like that big time the competition is, w- is is really tough at the men's level and of course culturally it's been there much longer Right? Germany's been playing soccer for way longer than all these countries have had women playing soccer. Um, but that being said, women coming out of the USA and doing this, even more so. Because the cultures outside of the U.S. have been doing soccer way longer than we have. And we have a women's team that have outdone everyone. That in itself is amazing.
3: Yeah, but internationally, um, I'll just say that um, the money um, that is spent on women's team outside the U.S. Um, is... Not near what they would have have traditionally spent um, on the men's team. That's a good point. Um, And so I am very interested to see internationally what will happen in the next ten years. Correct. Because that is changing internationally. So while and and no, just I mean the U.S. has earned what they have earned and, and have earned it. Um, but it will be, I think a different international game in the next, uh,
1: 10 years. I agree with you a- as other cultures kind of get on the same boat that we are, we're heading towards just more equality thing, which mm-hmm. is, I mean, it's, it's about damn time. I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry. And it, to me, the conversation needs to end because the more you accentuate like oh, women, the more you make it like a. Like, why does it have to be about that? Like, I am what I am. I'm qualified. Leave it at that, right? And, and I'm, I am pound for pound the greatest, period. Whatever. Either way. um, Once once other countries that are very behind the curve, right, you still have the whole, like, I mean, if you go, I mean, I'm, I'm Hispanic. I mean, I still, there are still households that say, neighbors of mine back in Miami, like, women, well, does the, women are supposed to do this.
3: Oh, well, for sure. For sure. And we don't have that funny. here.
1: Here, it's here. We're lucky. Here today, no, you, you and know, I. I
3: disagree. I mean, my son, um, when he played, I mean, he played junior Irish all through, you know, his middle school, high school, you know, years or whatever. And half his team, um, they, they, the parents couldn't speak English, you know, half his team was Hispanic and which was, you know, great, you know, like they were all one team and it was wonderful. Hardly any of the girls played
1: that, that sucks
3: because partially if you know, um, it's, it's a financial commitment. Mm -hmm. And if a family doesn't have the financial resources, if, if there's multiple kids, from what I've seen, and this is just from what I've seen, if there's money, it's going to go to the boy for
1: the sports side of things. I, I agree, one hundred percent.
3: And so, you know, that's that's to me as a tragedy, you know. But it's a it's a choice that some families have to make. Um, And I hope that we can provide, you know, through the, you know, whatever, we can provide now more opportunities for the girls to get involved um, if they, you know, don't have the resources to do that.
1: And would you say that we're seeing a trend, and I agree with you, would you say that in the next 10 years, as you said earlier, the Mm -hmm. evolution of the sport comes with the fact that families are kind of splitting this and saying, girl do the same, boy do the same, and uh, now we have a more competitive scene in 10 years due to this.
3: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think so. I can't wait. I'm excited. I think so. I'm so I mean, that's that's, that, just that's my, my pr- opinion. yeah. And, and you know, that's just my opinion. It's, but no, but
1: these are. I mean, um, I, I mean, I'm not I'm not the smartest dude. I don't, but I, I I just spend a lot of time reading stuff, and I do see these trends where I do see more more uh productivity, more uh, attendance from from everyone, uh, and and therefore more competition. Right. Which is why this whole I would like to see what we can do when the competition is is as even as the men's competition yeah, is where you have different countries doing it just as like us. And then we'll see, but it, man, I, that, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Well, I mean, I, a I global can, aspect.
0: Yeah. I can tell you from watching soccer on a regular basis, like, so all these teams in Syria and Italy, you have, you know, Sp- Spanish league, even the Bundesliga. I think they all have female teams now.
3: Mm-hmm, absolutely. So like,
0: like I, I'll follow Juventus on the internet and on social media, and their female presence is huge. Their female team is doing amazing, and the 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 ladies' Syria, and I. I well, believe, I mean, the
3: U.S. women are going over there to play. Yeah. Right. Like, Alex the, Morgan went to Paris, you know, to to France to play. Yeah. You know, like because. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, she. You know, they are. It's not. I mean, they are going over there to play. You know, as well.
0: Yeah, and 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 it's growing to where, you have. The, there's go, there's a lot more money involved in it now to where like teams like in Italy and in England and like the Premier League, they have the female side like Manchester City women, like stuff like that to where it's growing and you're going to see these teams. I mean, yes, the U.S. women's team set the benchmark. Mm. That's it. Everyone else is chasing that. Mm-hmm. But eventually, I mean, how much better can we get To where these teams are going to just jump us because they haven't been good and they're growing
3: well and hopefully um the goal for u.s soccer women's soccer of course is to continually improve and not just rest on your laurels and say this is how we've always done it this is how we've always you know played and so we're just gonna keep doing that they have to evolve as well
0: right because i don't think like so yes the men here have the mls the women have a, a team, uh, mm-hmm. I have a league, excuse me, and I don't, and this is sad for me, and I don't know the name of it. The is NWSL. It, the NWSL. It doesn't get as much press.
3: Oh, goodness. Well, so there's a girl out of, a um, woman, out of Fort Wayne, Sarah Killian, um, who plays for Sky Blue um, okay. in the NWSL. Um, and she played for UCLA. I mean, she's an amazing, amazing player. And um, we happened, I happened to be with my youngest out east for a tournament. And Sky Blue was playing. So we, and we've kind of kept in contact with Sarah, like as a mentor. Um, and so we went and play, and watched them play.
0: Oh, wow.
3: They play at Rutgers University, you know. <laughs> and it looked nice. like a small college game. Like, that was like, it wasn't like...
0: The, that's a decent-sized stadium, too. It is
3: a decent-sized stadium, but compared to a men, an MLS mm-hmm. game, like the mm. Columbus Crew right, game right. or the Fire, you know, whatever, right. like, there is... there It's nothing. Right. Nothing mm. compared to on the men's side, not, which I think is extremely sad. And that's maybe why... I mean, I'm not going to speak for why, you know, the women are going over to Europe to play, but, I you know, there's not much money in it here. You
0: know, in the yeah. U.S. Yeah, and that, and that's sad too. And to touch on, you know, women soccer and everything. So I have a scarf here for Galatasaray. I, I I try to collect when I travel. Do
3: you not have a lion scarf?
0: I ordered one. Oh. With my season tickets. Okay. Well,
3: I'm nice. not sure you get that.
0: I was just <laughs> very nice. I, I it will replace the Egypt one. Oh, I've already okay. I got plans for. it.
3: Okay, you can <laughs> make another row. I will. I will. Road, so it's, I, all it's all that. good. We appreciate that. Yeah.
0: So, <laughs> they had a, a, a match. Uh, the men's team, Galatasaray and Fenerbahce in Turkey. And it was unique because it was, the stadium was all female fans. Sold out, only female fans wow. to go. And it was louder than when the men go nice. to cheer them on. And it was an awesome thing. I encourage you to YouTube it. It was, it was awesome to see. I showed my daughter it. It was, it was awesome because it's, especially in a country like Turkey, where it's kind of it's 50 50 on the cultural scale on how they swing it depends on which side of turkey you're on if you're on you know Mm -hmm. wherever it's crazy it was crazy to see and it was a lot of fun to watch and some of those games are super competitive to watch like Turkish League Soccer is no joke. That's it's one of the things I've I've been to where I've kind of felt a little unsafe. <laughs> <laughs> a
3: little more street soccer,
0: like <laughs> Yeah, it was yeah, uh, my passion. It was uh, yeah. I mean, there's time there's times I felt like that in Italy, don't get me wrong. There was a lot it, it's but it's all the experience to me. And I mean, I've been to women's games, I've been to men's games, and to me, like I said, and I'm not saying this because I have this segment and I'm running this podcast and I'm doing all this. But it's again, it's the same sport. It's the same objective. I don't understand when, and, and I said this last time, when I'm at a bar and there's a guy and there's a women's softball game on or there's a women's hockey game on. It's like, oh, get that off, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I, I don't understand. Like You're watching the same thing. I can, I can guarantee and going back to uh, before Danny interrupted me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. I, I apologize. No, I you're good. You're so good. Well. I just like ribbing you. No. <laughs> cool. Going back to hockey again, my passion. It's so funny to, to, cause I watched the women's game and it's, it's, it's the same thing. It's the same it's thing. It's the sport. Yeah. yeah.
2: It doesn't matter. It's the sport. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're passionate, if you're a player and you're playing your ass off, it's the same
3: thing.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I mean, that's that's Well, wh- I hope
3: the women come out and support the Lions. Um, yes, so, yes. Right. And bring all your girls. Yes. and Absolutely. Um, we'll see what, you know, we'll make it the best. And, you know, if we can do things right the first year and, you know, we'll learn we'll make mistakes and learn from them and, and whatnot. But um I'd be happy to see more girls out there. Absolutely, I
1: mean. <laughs> so when you buy a season ticket, Donnie? Uh, yes. What and treat me like an idiot, even though I've looked this up. What, so I South Bend Lions, I've, I've purchased a season ticket. What What am I getting? I'm getting how many games? I
0: believe it's seven. Seven home games. Seven home yeah.
1: games. All right, and then the away games are pretty much in what region? More. Yeah, or less?
3: I mean, like I think Ann Arbor, Ann Arbor, Detroit, so, Grand okay. Rapids. I mean, it's okay. all Midwest. I mean, it's yeah. not that far. Um, you can still
1: drive it and it's still kind oh, of a home sure. game oh yeah, for sure for sure you right. can
3: totally drive it and um, okay. I know with the supporters group um, they're trying to get like a group to go so I encourage you to look um, hook you know up on social media with them and um, I, I think they've got some good things planned yeah, we got for, those like, away guys. games and stuff like
0: that we got those guys coming in on Tuesday That's so it'll great. be fun awesome. to talk to yeah, them cool. awesome and then we yeah. got
1: coach coach Zach
0: was it uh, is he, is he going to be part of it or Who? Zach, Zach?
1: Zach is he is he part of the uh, support group or am I imagining things?
0: I don't think there's a Zach. Okay. Are you thinking of Jim Hinkleman? No, 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 no. <laughs> thinking of the co- the Uh-oh. coach, the coach that was here. There, there was there was uh, Gerard. Oh, Zach. He's not. Oh, he's a coach. He coaches like kids soccer. Okay. He's part of the Six DC, the Six okay, District Okay, oh, right, that's what I'm referring to. Okay. Yeah, Zach and Gerardo are coming on Tuesday. Awesome. To, nice. To uh, come and talk with us, and you know, I've talked to Chris. I've had a conversation with him. It was interesting because. He called me from Northampton, England, and I was like, "That was oh, cool." What the hell? That cool. I had to step away at work <laughs> and take the phone call, and it was it was awesome to talk to him. And you know, oh, it, he's amazing. We're we're he's excited amazing. to see what we can do, you know, with the Lions as far as the podcast and 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 get interest going. Uh, we're already we are, me and Danny sit and talk all the time on what we can do to to get that going and creatively what we can, you know, drum up with that, but. You know, in closing, you know, I want to thank you guys, Danny, of course, for sticking <laughs> Sorry, ar- man. sticking around, uh, you know, after your UFC episode, Susan, for coming back. And Monica, thank you so much. For real. No, Monica. Know, for real, Monica. Fun. Honestly. It was honestly. great fun. Yeah, we, we definitely gained some information about the Lions that we didn't have, which was awesome, and a little bit about what you're going to be doing uh, in and around the team. So... I'm going. Well, I hope to see you all there. I'm at going. Games we're going. And, no, we're I'm
1: for sure there. Huge nice. soccer fan you know. here. Huge so, fan. So
0: so little 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 secret today. So Chris emailed me today and asked me there was room for one more name on the jersey. Cuz wow. I cuz I have two season tickets. Nice. So I put Danny's name on. Oh, oh nice.
1: Thanks, man. I it was like a that. that's, that's like so a marriage
0: nice. proposal? No, like, <laughs> I really <laughs>
1: thanks bro thanks I appreciate romance. that no I'm I'm definitely so like I said does deserve
3: a toast rant? toast <laughs> I really appreciate it cheers cheers cheers, right. cheers. thank you
0: so much yeah, so it's awesome awesome conversation guys uh, one group I do want to I did to- not expect
1: that I didn't know that that was cool Donnie <laughs> you really are doing spontaneous stuff on the air here this is nice <laughs>
0: So one group I do want to shout out—it's a—and uh, it just feels right in this kind of podcast. So I've been speaking with these ladies, and and they shouted me out on their last episode. So the Wine with Me Pod, uh, check them out—they are awesome ladies. Go listen to them; they got great episodes. It's their Instagram is at Wine with Me Pod. That's W-H-I-N-E, W-I-T-H-M-E-P-O-D. So Wine with me pod, sort of like what danny did earlier you whined about <laughs> the, <laughs> the yeah so give them a listen they're, they're they're awesome check them out um again monica i want to thank you for real uh for coming on um give us a follow guys at game on everyone on twitter at game on sports podcast on instagram still running that promotion uh for the south bank cubs tickets go on You know, like, retweet, share, tag a person you want. We'll pick a winner on the 31st. And uh, we thank you guys for listening and have a good day.